0: Welcome to Career Caffeine, the weekly podcast for women who feel stuck, burned out, overwhelmed, or just need a little boost of inspiration in their careers. I'm your host, Angela. I'm a professional career mindset coach, corporate dropout, and dog lover. Every Wednesday, I'll release a brand new episode and invite you to grab a cup of coffee or your favorite bevy of choice and listen in where I'll share a little career wisdom, inspiration, advice, and real talk from my own career experiences as a district manager for more than 20 years working for world-class retail brands and as a career mindset coach where I help women just like you who are on the career hamster wheel and are looking for a change. I'll have topics that are like the coffee chats that you have with your work bestie when you need someone to talk to. And I'll have some occasional guests who will also offer tips and strategies to help you to get unstuck so that you can begin to move forward with your goals, dreams, and career aspirations. If you're interested in learning more about coaching and how I can help you to achieve your career goals, check out my website, angelanightcoaching.com, or drop me an email at Angela at And follow me here on the Career Caffeine Podcast for free on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere your favorite podcasts are found. Welcome to episode number two, the number one thing keeping you stuck in your career. I'm your host and career mindset coach, Angela. What's worse than being in a career that you hate? still being stuck in that same career that you hate five years later. In this podcast episode, we'll be talking about the number one thing that's keeping you stuck in a career that you hate and how a simple shift in your mindset can help you to get the momentum you need and on the right track to getting unstuck. Want to take a guess at what that number one thing is? If you guessed money, you would be guessing right along with a lot of other people who guess the same thing. But the actual thing that keeps people stuck is fear. More specifically, the fear of risk and the fear of the unknown. So here's a fun fact about fear. As babies, we are born with a fear of only two things. The fear of being dropped and the fear of loud noises. Everything else we fear is learned through our own personal life experiences. We have a fear of being judged, the fear of failure, and the fear of not being good enough. The fact is that fear is normal. It's there to protect us from harm. And it's natural to be a little nervous or a little scared when we're making a big change, like exploring the possibility of, changing your job or your career field. The other thing to keep in mind is, you know, are you really stuck or burned out? Or are you just having a bad day or a bad week or a bad month? How long have you felt this way? Do you find that you're just not interested in growing your job or your in your career field any longer? Are you living for the weekend or is it more long term? Has it started to have a physical impact? Are you feeling exhausted or drained all the time? Are you stressed out? Have you started to notice some health changes or maybe some changes in your relationships? When it comes to being stuck in a job or career that is no longer serving you, there are three shuns (laughs) that play a key role in the stories that we tell ourselves and that keep us stuck. The first shun is rationalization. It's also known as, um, I have so much going on right now. I really don't have time to focus on myself or changing jobs. I'll find some time later. The second is justification. Justification sounds like I should be happy that I have a great job. I've got a really good salary and some great benefits. The grass isn't always greener. The third shun is toleration. That's known as the devil you know versus the devil that you don't. I would like to have a great boss who really sees my true potential. But what if a different boss is a micromanager Or even worse, maybe they're manipulative or mean. It can really be hard to see beyond the potential risks that are involved when you're thinking about making a change. You know, like maybe you'll have to take a pay cut. Or what if I don't find another job? Or what if I have to start all over again? This kind of thinking keeps us nice and cozy inside of that very familiar place known as the comfort zone. You know that place, the one where it's really nice and safe and the one that tells you that it's better to stay where you are rather than risk taking a chance on trying something new. That same place that tells you that it's okay to be unhappy with your current job. After all, you've got it pretty good. There's a lot of people who would trade places with you in a second. Why would you want to take a risk to go try and find yourself. (laughs) There's an awful lot of valid concerns here. But what if you looked at them a little differently? What if you started to see those risks as potential opportunities for growth? What if you viewed them as a chance to learn something new and to potentially grow your skill set? What if you saw them as a way to challenge yourself and push yourself outside of your comfort zone? When we take the time to look at things that way, it changes our perspective and it can help us to move past our fear. Remember that first time that you dove into the swimming pool off a diving board? How long did it take you to work up the courage to actually climb up onto the diving board? Man, I remember standing at the end of that diving board the first time I did it for, gosh, what seemed like an eternity. I was thinking about all of the things that could go wrong. What if I slipped and hit my head? What if I went so far in that I couldn't swim back up to the surface and I drown? What if I did a belly flop and all of my friends laughed at me? My stomach was so tied up in knots that I didn't think that I would ever work up enough courage to finally do it. To finally run down to the end of that diving board and jump in. But you know what? I did it. It was a hot mess, and I'm sure that I probably didn't actually qualify as diving, <laughs> but somehow I found the courage to will myself down to the end of that diving board and leap headfirst into that pool. And you know what? I could not wait to do it again. Why? You know, I realized that I didn't slip and hit my head, I didn't drown. My friends didn't laugh at me after all. And in fact, they cheered me on. And we all took turns diving in in every way imaginable for the rest of the afternoon. Cannonballs, belly flops, and all. The point is that we had an awful lot of fun. So if you're feeling stuck in your career, don't worry, you're not alone. But the first step is to recognizing that fear is keeping you stuck and then working to find ways to work through that fear. So how do we do that? First, let's explore what fear really is. Fear is an acronym. False evidence appearing real. So remember, fear is an emotion that's there to protect us from harm. Fear is number one job is to prevent us from doing things that might hurt us. But sometimes a rational fear can keep us from doing the things that actually might help us. When we're afraid of something, it's because our brain is telling us that there's a potential danger or harm involved. Remember when you were a kid, and you were afraid of the dark, or that there were monsters living under your bed? You were so convinced that you slept with the light on and you had your mom or dad look under the bed with a flashlight just to be sure that there were no monsters under there before you got into bed. As grown-ups, we now f- have the same fear instincts, but instead of being afraid of monsters, now we become afraid of risk, change, or the unknown. So we play it safe we stay cuddled up in that comfort zone because it feels so darn safe. So how do we get beyond fear? How do we get ourselves out of the comfort zone? How do we find a way to talk to our brains and tell us that that danger isn't so real? The best way to do this is by gathering facts or evidence to support what we want to believe. In order to gather that evidence, we need to ask ourselves a few questions. Number one, does it make sense? Number two, is it rational? Number three, is it logical? And number four, is it factual or true? So let's try this out on an example. You might be thinking to yourself, gosh, what if I have to take a pay cut? And then I can't afford to pay my bills. What if I can't afford to make my rent or my house payment? Or what if I don't have enough money to eat? I could become homeless and I might have to live out of my car or start bouncing around from friend's house to friend's house and and maybe then I'll starve to death. Now, does that really make sense? Is that really rational? Is that logical? Is it true? My guess is probably not. That thinking is coming from the same thinking of where the monster was living under your childhood bed. I'll give you a hint. He wasn't real either. So by changing your mindset from focusing on the fear of what could go wrong, what do you think would happen if you started thinking about all of the things that might go right? What are the possibilities? What are the chances that this could potentially work out? And what am I risking if I don't even try? What would happen if I did try something new? A simple exercise that you can do in just 15 minutes is I want you to grab a piece of paper, divide it into two columns just by drawing a line right straight down the middle of the paper. On the left side, I want you to write the word risk And on the right side, I want you to write the word reward. I want you to set a timer for five minutes. And in that that first five minutes, I want you to write down all of the potential risks that you can possibly think of. And I want you to write them down under that risk column. Doesn't have to be neat, just as long as you can read it. Go ahead and write them all down. When you're finished with that, I want you to set a second timer for another five minutes. And on the right side of the paper under the rewards column, I want you to write down all of the possible rewards that you can possibly think of until that five minute timer goes off. After you've completed that, I want you to set a third timer for five minutes. And then I want you to begin to write down all of the ways that you could potentially mitigate or minimize all of the things that you wrote down on the risk column. Now, don't worry if your risk column has a lot more bullet points than your reward column does at first. The idea is to get your thought process started and to continue to think about ways that you could minimize those risks and how you could start to come up with solutions They're going to get you a lot closer to your rewards. For some of you, your rewards might be having a more flexible schedule, or maybe it's working remotely, or maybe it's getting more time in your week to do the things that you really want to do. The idea is to get you a lot closer to those rewards by mitigating and overcoming any of those risks that you've thought about. So what I want you to do is try doing this exercise again in a couple of days. This time, when you're writing down all of your risks, I want you to ask yourself, does it make sense? Is it rational? Is it logical? Is it factual or true? And then once you've answered those questions, it becomes a lot easier to find ways to mitigate or minimize them. Start out by taking really small steps. Talk to some people that have made a change recently. Ask them how they did it and what advice that they might give you. Sometimes hearing other people's success stories can really be helpful in boosting your confidence. Create a plan of action. Figure out what steps you need to take to help you to start getting unstuck and put them in writing. This is going to keep you accountable and keep you on track. Remember, take things one step at a time. Don't try to do everything at once. Start with one small step and just take things from there. Sometimes change can be scary. The unknown can be unnerving, but it's also exciting. It represents new possibilities, new opportunities, and a chance to learn and potentially grow some new skills that you never thought of before. Embrace the change curve and the change process. And remember that you're capable of anything that you put your mind to. Also, don't be afraid to reach out for support. Your friends, your family, human resources, your partners at work. And I'm also here to support and help you too. So that wraps up today's episode. So if you want to learn more about how coaching can help you, check out my website at angelanightcoaching.com or if you want to get in touch, drop me an email at angela at angelanightcoaching..com So thanks for listening to today's episode of Career Caffeine and here's wishing you a cup full of possibilities